Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. everybody and welcome to another episode of bustles and bangers with your hosts rachel and christopher danger mm-hmm. um this is the nasty naughty trashy romance novel podcast where we read um vintage romance novels and trash them trashed trash straight em. garbage <laughs> um we kind of actually got this one out of the garbage we got a whole would. bunch of them out of the garbage yeah um i mean technically the it wasn't dangers went dumpster diving the dangers went dumpster diving yeah um technically it wasn't a dumpster it was a it, it was, was a, a trash box outside no of the it was like a walmart a shopping dumpster. cart it was a shopping cart outside of a bookstore that's free stuff. i wonder if that was somebody's shopping cart no it's not maybe they just left it there for no me. that is always there that's there every time it's a classic never, never seen everybody it. knows well you don't okay. how many times have you gone to that bookstore that's my life? first time no it was not shut up anyway um so for those of you just joining us um i will read one book in four installments and uh so you know yeah just hang on for the ride and let's see how juicy this may get um this one looks kind of girthy. Yeah, yeah. We've been getting into some thicker ones. <laughs> um, before I dive into it, though, I'd like to say, um, if you're curious as to what we're up to, what we look like, uh, what <laughs> what's going on, we have social media. One of us out. is really pretty. What? And the other of us is pretty pretty. Man. Yeah, what the F? Now we're going to have to have a talk after this. Why? You got the pretty one. Pretty, pretty That's is let. No. Yeah. No. I'm you're very pretty. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> you're very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Bustles and Bangers. Or you can check us out on Insta or TikTok at Gypsy Danger 0317. Oh, wait, no. Is it 317? Oh, oh shit. No. I forgot my own tag. Anyway. Fucking Google it. Anyway, you can find all of it at www.bustlesandbangers.com. And we have an only 
OnlyFans. Mm. You got to DM me about that one, though. Call me. So <clears throat> the book we are getting into today is called Hearts Surrender oh. by Kathleen Morgan. What, you felt, you looked like you had something to say about it. Mm, no, hearts uh, surrender. Like I a whole bunch, of, like an army of hearts are surrendering? All the hearts. No. Or is it one hearts surrender? The hearts oh, okay. surrender. Anyway. Is that a cat? It's a cat. Okay, so the cover of the book uh, looks like you're in some kind of canyon with a sunrise or whatever. I guess I see now how it looks like maybe there's two suns or a moon and a sun at the same time. I don't know. And then like some Fabio type looking guy who's a little bit more, um, you know, cats like the play the mm. broadway cats kind of main ish and then a woman she's her hair's blowing in the wind and he's grabbing her shoulders and sniffing her neck mm. anyway i just also want to point and out this giant cat behind me. oh yeah and then sorry yeah the cat eyes behind him it looks like a a puma a mountain lion a cougar or something definitely not a house cat it's not a house cat no. it's definitely a cat but when i first saw it i did think it was a house cat Anyway, I got killed by like a puma mountain lion fifteen million times on GTA this past week. So pretty, pretty fun. This is this is relevant. <laughs> this is relevant. Um. Anyway, I also want to point out, and I don't know if you like ASMR. I mean, I know you don't. I but do not. This is a lenticular cover. Mm. I love those. That's that's very that's satisfying. Best, yeah. yeah, when you get to scratch them. You used to have some like comic books and playing cards yes. and stuff like that back in the day. Yes. They don't do that like anymore though. I like it. I like it. Do Nothing that. I changes. Mean, I guess they still do that. When, and you know, so the whole deal with lenticular is when you move it, it changes. This doesn't really change. The two of them just barely move to the left, but it's just like the picture moved. They didn't move yeah. positions. All right. So uh, I'm not going to read the uh, like the intro thing that they put on here. That's for when you pick up the book. I'm just going to dive right into it. And I felt like maybe I needed to start doing something a little different. Because I always get asked this, like, you know, uh, what year was this published and yada, yada, yada. So anyway, mm -hmm. uh, again, Heart Surrender by Kathleen Morgan. This is a pinnacle book. Mm -hmm. I figured I'd start noting it because we do read some like Harlequin books. And mm -hmm. I wanted to start mm -hmm. noting which ones are which. This one was first printed in 1994. It looks like an early 90s book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and for some reason, this quote is in the beginning of it. It is difficult well, to fight against anger for a man will buy revenge with his soul. Herak. Litus, as quoted in Aristotle's Politics. That's how they chose to begin the book. Okay. Okay. So I wanted you to look at this. Um, so, you know, we were still trying to kind of play our drinking game. Mm. Um, and it can be a shot or a sip because today we have sips. We don't have shots. Mm -mm. Um, we did not come fully prepared. Fully today. prepared. You said you've never been more ready. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> a shot opportunity, sip opportunity starts right at the beginning but i was like am i wrong because i was drunk reading this so <laughs> now we're gonna see if i'm really right or wrong all right the prologue it's early autumn the planet agrica that's the name yeah the yeah the, the name of the planet is agrica okay you ready yeah ashes isn't that where aladdin's from no that's agrabah oh <laughs> close i guess well, they're, though. maybe they're from the maybe same that's planet. what they were watching when they wrote this they were like oh i love that but what if but what if everyone was raja you oh, know the tiger like tigers mm -hmm. all right ashes everything lay in ashes his home his dreams and what little remained of his heart and this is how gladiator started <laughs> Isn't that? i don't know morrigan morrigan 
heir to the throne of the cat people. Oh, shit. Surveyed. It wasn't just a cat. No. It was a cat person. Surveyed the scene of smoking ruins, charred bodies, and scattered possessions, and felt like his life had just been slammed against a wall of sudden and shocking brutality. It sounds like it was more set on fire and left to (laughs) to burn, so it sounds like. There was nothing left of him. Nothing save a quivering mass of muscle and bone and agonized shattered soul. Nothing save a... Nothing save a hmm. right grammatical error editing problem right. We find them all the time. I know, but I wasn't drunk. No, that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. okay. We'll sip. Oh, okay. Oh, I think mine was a gulp. All right, their snug, skin-covered lodges, hundreds of them, lay in smoldering shambles. Food and belongings had been dragged out and rifled before they too were destroyed. Cat people, men, women, and children sprawled where they'd been cut down. So there's cat people, men, women, and children? (laughs) Yeah. So there's four types of people here? (laughs) No. Some dying in futile attempts at defense, others slaughtered as they fled. Their species, in one premeditated and cold-bloodedly executed massacre, had been all but wiped out. Mm. His family and people, those few who remained, needed him until his father could be found. It sounds like there's not too many people left that need you, bud. Yeah, it's a small group. If he indeed still lived, Morgan, Morgan, I was saying it Morgan in my head, but now I'm saying it weird when I say it out loud. Morgan must rally the others of his hunting party and set in motion a search among the mutilated bodies. A search he feared would reveal more than any son or husband and father could ever be prepared to deal with. A sick dread churning in his gut. He waved over Noreen. I still feel like it's Naren. I don't know how to say any of these words. They made they they, they super made this up. His friend <laughs> since boyhood, a good, dependable, and unusually level-headed cat man. The tall black. Wait, he's a it's a level headed cat man. <laughs> unusually. Uh, oh, this level-headed. is unusually level headed cat man. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm I'm collector cat man. <laughs> the tall black maned man strode lithely to his side. Horror burned in his tear filled eyes. Everything else burned around there too. <laughs> Who did this? Who would slaughter innocent people? And for what reason? Bellatorians need no what? reason. What? The Bellator people yeah. came out this? Morgan snarled bitterly. What are we to do? Their weapons, their technology are far too advanced ever to hope. We'll fight on as we have before, Morgan snapped. But enough of that. It's time we saw to our own. You're right. Bellator can be dealt with later. Noreen <laughs> hesitated, bewilderment clouding his eyes. This is going to be hard for me as an MMA fan I know. listening to this. <laughs> I know. Well, here another sip opportunity comes up. Awesome. My lord, the low, oh, my lord, the low cry pierced the heavy gloom of the smoke-tainted forest. Oh. Morrigan turned. There, born by four catmen, was his father's lifeless body. Born by four catmen? Yeah. His father has four no. cat fathers? No, I think it, B-O-R-N-E, like born, like, like it appeared, like it came to be, the yeah. appearance of oh. the body. Interesting. Like, our four men brought it into his vision. It was uh, born by them. They were, they were burying it. Him. They were burying it. I see. You know. Anyway, the drink opportunity, the sip opportunity in our drinking game. Not only was there a grammatical error edit issue, um, we have to sip or drink every time that there is a mention of dead parents. Uh, so we're gonna be hammered in this one. <laughs> it happens a couple times actually. No joke. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I'm so. kind of feeling a trend gonna happen there's already a bunch of dead cat people (laughs) who else is dead (laughs) he went rigid every muscle of his big powerful 
Wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't say that. Cat cock. Oh my god. <laughs> he went rigid. Every muscle <laughs> of his big, powerfully built frame going taut with dread. Taut. They carried Bardock over to where Morrigan stood, then gently, reverently laid their lord and leader at his son's. Bardock feet. is their lord and Bardock, leader. Bardock, not anymore. He's dead. Wasn't Bardock's that, dead. Wasn't that um I think are you thinking of Mardock or something like that? I don't know, man. Morgan. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <sighs> All right, so he's crying and wanting to vomit and stuff, right? Yeah, I want to vomit every time I cry. <laughs> he forced <laughs> down the gorge that rose in his throat and lowered his father back to the ground after he had picked him up, obviously. Oh. With infinite care, Morgan slipped the Orium chain. Orium chain with its single Orium cat's claw. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right at all. I don't think you can pronounce it wrong because it's not a real word. <laughs> <laughs> Around. Oh, he took. So he took a necklace from his father's neck and placed it over his own. As the badge of his newly inherited office settled in the middle of his breast, he glanced down at it, glinting a dull gold in the crisp furring of his dark chest hair. The claws still felt warm with life, his father's life. Morgan thought with a searing pain and so very, very heavy, as heavy as the terrible burden that had just been placed on his shoulders. What, what burden? Having to take over. Take over what? They're all dead. The catch, the few that are left. Oh, well, his job just got infinitely easier. There's <laughs> only a few of them the now. Realization wrenched him back to reality. In a lithe bunching of cat potent muscles, Morgan <laughs> rose, flung back his own long mane of thick dark brown hair, and squared his massive shoulders. Green gold eyes swept the faces of the men standing before him. Each of you gather forty males and have them search for any survivors. Um. Sir, <laughs> there's not even 40. There's only six of us. <laughs> I'll take another 20 <laughs> to build the funeral pyres. There are far too many to bury this night, Nareem. So we're going to set them on fire. Do they already on fire? <laughs> Where will we make our next lair? Morgan's gaze swung north through the dense forest that had long been their favorite lair in their nomadic way of life. Past the lush farmlands and plains, his memory flew, envisioning their destination. The Ceratus Mountains. He replied hoarsely. They are abundant with thousands of caves and a myriad of virtually hidden valleys, a land of unfriendly and unforgiving to all who venture into them. Yet as dangerous as they may be to us, they'll be even more hazardous to our any Bellatorians who dare follow the mountains are only hope. As the dead were carried over, he helped lay them on the huge pile of tinder and wood, the, the pyre grew in height until it towered above them. They were forced to build three more to accommodate the volume of bodies. And still his mother, his beloved mate, and two-year-old son, Calder, were not among the slain brought forward. Though he knew it unwise to hope for it, Morgan's mind began to consider other possibilities. Perhaps they'd managed to escape into the forest when the attack came. Perhaps they were out there even now, afraid to return to their forest la- lair. <laughs> Is that the way it's called? Their How they spell forest that? lair. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Perhaps dot dot dot. It's over. Dot 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 dot. The Bellatorians think they've won a major victory. Morgan cried. Sounds like they have a lot of uh, <laughs> right to claim that right now. <laughs> They'll pay and pay dearly. We'll have our revenge, and their own kind will bear the burden, dearly borne though it may be. This I vow. This I swear, as Lord of the Cat People. <laughs> Doesn't he know that violence only? Brings more violence. Yeah, well, he'll know after this. Especially if you're going after 
the Bellatorians, which are, are probably notorious. headed up. Let me guess. Let me guess. By the Pitbull Brothers, <laughs> are their names Patrici and I don't Patricio? No, I don't uh, know. I'm just saying they're champions in Bellator. <laughs> oh, okay, well. and the brothers and the Pitbulls, the cats. I'm just saying that would be good. It's a good tie-in. Okay, well, so far the cat people are the only strange creatures I think so far on this planet. We'll see. Chapter one. One. I thought we were already in the chapter. That was the prologue. Oh, so everybody's dead at the beginning. All right. One cycle later. Wait, what? A cycle. Okay. I mean, a day. It's another planet. A A cycle of the something. A cycle of the planet. Something cycles. What a hellish planet, Rissa Lindates. Lindates. Rissa Lindates. Blew a damp lock of curling flaxen blonde hair out of her eyes and glanced up at the huge sun blazing overhead. Though it was well into the early phase of Agrica's short fall and winter season here on the rolling grasslands, the days were still quite sultry. Her pale, blue-green riding jacket clung damply to her back beneath the matching snug-fitting breeches. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we decided to add that. And it's not supper, but it's breeches. And I'm sorry, but it's spelled breeches, and I say britches. We've discussed Just say this. Say britches. I will. I will. <sighs> it's their fault they spelled it wrong. <laughs> she was wearing knee-high boots. Her skin was sweat-drenched and chafed. She felt hot, dirty, and thoroughly miserable. A maddeningly persistent apis bug buzzed noisily about the small prick ears of the Bellatorian imported tan color equus she rode. She's on a horse. Mm. Finally, with an irritated snort, the large, normally docile animal flung up its head. Startled, Rissa jerked on the reins and grabbed hold of the stiff Domare hide saddle horn. She bit back an exasperated curse at the unfortunate fate that had required that she and the 11 other women who'd accompanied her on this pioneering mission to Agrica travel in this merchant's caravan. If only this backward planet... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Only if this backwater planet hadn't possessed such... Just a single transport station, four long and dusty days' journey from the Bellatorian held Agrica capital of Primaceds, Primacedes, Primacedes. She wouldn't have been forced to endure such uncomfortable, primitive, and dangerous conditions. By the five moons of Bellator, riding an Equus in this day and age to get anywhere, curse this backward planet for failing to keep up with even the most minimal semblance of civilization. Mm. All right, so they start telling her she could have ridden in another wagon, and she's like, it wouldn't have been any better. Blah, blah, blah. Wine, wine, wine. Um, mm, she's with like some servants, things like that. Oh, I think I totally skipped over that word that I am not going to say out loud. Did not know that that was here. What is that? Anyway. Let me see. Oh, 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 oh. oh no oh no in the 90s she said at least out here i get full benefit of the breeze however blank it has blown today i'm gonna have to google that it's offensive <laughs> if only my father had sent some skim crafts to fetch us what is the i feel like this chick is dumb or high or she's writing about happy dumb and high. she's making shit up it's, it's confusing. all right it isn't at all the kind of behavior my father would appreciate. I guess her whining or something. I don't know. Well, I couldn't say never. Okay, this is the other person talking. Well, I couldn't say never having met your father. He may be the Lord Commander of the Bellatorian Forces on Agrica, but how can even you really speak for his opinions? You've not seen him in over 10 cycles. Dang. That's a lot. That's a long time, dude. Well, she's thinking in her head. No, she's thinking out loud. She's like, considering I was barely. She's talking. Whatever. I don't give a shit what she's doing. I was barely 10 when my parents separated. 
So, again, even though that's not exactly a parent's death moment, hang tight. Mm -hmm. By the five moons, what a cursedly hot day. Well, I don't care if it is a bit hot. It's a lovely day. Even this far into autumn, Agrica has the most agreeable weather. Her serving maid offered blithely, attempting to change the conversation to a more cheerful topic. With the wasting sickness and death of her mother. Mm. Take a sip. Rissa had been through enough heartache and upheaval in the past cycle. This journey to Agrico was intended to be the start of a new and happier life. There was no point in stirring doubts and fears prematurely. So Diona, I guess it was the chick that was just talking, hurried on and said, For all its wild, untamed character, I find Agrico quite beautiful. I look forward to an exciting life helping to colonize this planet and taming its men. Now the truth is out. You've come to Agrica to find a man, Diona Diana a cat man. Shrugged. What if I have? Isn't that part of the reason you agreed to transport here? Didn't your father not only offer you a new home in life, but also the assurances of a life mating to one of his high-ranking military officers, one destined for a great and glorious political career? So, for the past cycle, Rissa had been at a loss as to what to do with her life. She had a mind, cursed them all, and dreams of contributing, contributing, Something useful to society. She wanted to do brave and noble things. If the young officer her father had in mind for her didn't suit, she still envisioned an influential position at her father's side, advising and aiding him in the peaceful and successful colonization of Agrica. Bellator stood to gain greatly from the agricultural bounty of this planet, as did its simple-minded, if hard-working, inhabitants. Indeed, the entire Imperium stood to profit. Rissa smiled. She liked the mental image of herself as a diplomat and advisor very much. She wanted what she did in life to matter, to possess some lasting good. And as far as a life mating went, she definitely yearned for a higher purpose than serving as a pretty decoration in some man's home and bed. She wanted to matter to him, and she wanted to be loved for who she was, not for what she symbolized or possessed. Yet, it sounds like her goals are to possess and symbolize something. Yeah, imperialist, dude. She's at the top. Yeah, so. Mm. No, I'll not do badly if I can find the right man, Rissa admitted, drawn back to reality, or the right position of usefulness at my father's side. It's time, Diona. I became a woman. Her serving woman grinned. Ah, yes, becoming a woman, but that, my naive young mistress, generally requires the help of a man, and oh. you haven't had many of those, mm -hmm. have you? There's a lot of cat men out here, though. Mm. I and heard that sex with a cat person is very painful. Oh, yeah, dude. I would imagine if you're, yeah. Yeah, this woman didn't think that. Mm -mm. You ever seen this cats is fuck? not sensual. Have you heard them? Have you heard them? <laughs> All right, yeah, it's terrible. And isn't being the mate of a fine, handsome man and bearing him strong, healthy children enough for any woman? Once more, Rissa frowned. It would seem so to many, but still I suspect there must be more. Should be more. All right, so anyway, they're talking about men. And how they feel about them. Hmm. Speaking of animals, have you heard the tale of the infamous catmen? They're said to be one of Agrica's most exotic species, half humanoid and half animal. Mm. She shuddered in a horrified delight. There are rumors of their wildly uncontrollable sexual urges on the night the Agrican triple moons aligned. Think how exciting the mating would be with one of them. Those tales are revolting, Rissa snapped snapped half sickened half fascinated by her serving woman's description of the legendary catman besides they're hardly a problem anymore father assured me the bellatorian champ sorry campaign to eradicate 
that odious race is all but complete. I thought he they wouldn't were here have for peaceful colonization. She's, she's oh, here we go. The mm, politics, mm, uh, you old bitch. Mm, you don't like her. Yeah, I don't, I don't like her. They were quite a threat to the Bellatorian colonization attempts for a time, though. Still, oh. I'd like to have just one glimpse of a cat. The meal. native species needed to be pushed out. Mm. Huh? Uh-huh. They're said to be quite powerful and hairy, have long, lethal claws, and possess the most amazing physique powers. Oh, sorry. God damn it. I can't read not one fucking word today. Psychic powers. So they're cat people and they're psychic powers. How'd they lose? They must be they really must not shitty actually, superheroes. That could be a lie. They could actually not possess psychic powers. Can you imagine what it would be like to have one of them in your... <gasps> a strangled scream silenced whatever observations Diona had been about to in make. In your Bellatorian pussy. The two women exchanged anxious glances, then leaned forward and craned their necks in an attempt to see <laughs> uh, to the do, front of the caravan. Do you want to go to the back of the caravan with me? <laughs> I was like, you were going to say, do you want to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Do, do you two want to go to the back of the caravan? Get in the wagon. What do you think that was? Rissa's hand slipped to the dagger hanging at her side. Thought it was going somewhere else. Uh, Nothing to concern yourself about, I'm sure. Well, perhaps Rissa must mud. I quit. I give up. I'm leaving. You take a breath. Rissa muttered, and when no further sound or commotion was forthcoming, relaxed and settled back on her exit. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I am over this day. Is anybody else out there over this fucking day? God damn it. All right. (laughs) Don't let the book be. As she did. This is why I don't read them. (laughs) Animalistic snarl jerked her attention overhead. The two women's gazes snapped upward. There, glaring down at them from the ravine ledge high above, was a being so feral and hirsute. Its presence was the very embodiment of all the horrible tales they had ever heard of the dreaded cat. No way. They just mentioned one, and, <laughs> and there now, it was. And they're dreaded. They're, they're dreading it's got, it. He's got dreads? <laughs> he, he should with that mane. Oh, yeah. The only surprise had been how long... Oh, and, you know, I've skipped some stuff. Uh, Sorry about your bad luck, babe. The only surprise had been how long it had taken Bellator to turn to Agrica. Now, after just 30 cycles, the Imperial Warriors Mm -hmm. all but controlled the big agricultural planet and worked slavishly to colonize it with Bellatorian substations. And no one saved the cat people. Wait. And settlers intent on raping the land of its wealth, of food, period. And no one save the cat people had raised protest or resisted. And no one save, sov? No, it's save. It means like accept it. I mean, that's right. I don't like it. It's a, yeah. I don't like it. The caravan drew closer from his physically cloaked concealment that no humanoid save his species could see. That's a really? Yeah. They're being nineties fancy. Well also, so a lot of these women writing these romance novels, like, um, what's the other word that they'd been wanting to debauched? I've seen that debauched. one several times. Britches thing. Like, why aren't all of these women using the same? Because they're all verbiage? older women. 
Maybe. They all, they're all born in the same they time. They might not have been. If they were writing in the 80s and 90s. And, yeah. It's stupid. I don't like it. It, it immediately dries my pussy up when it's like, <laughs> we're debushed women. And I don't know. Mm. <sighs> anyway, I think it's just because like I'm scum and I just want like a quick fix and I don't want all the hoo-ha. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Morgan's acute cat's vision now could make out the forms and faces of individual travelers. A quick mental scan of the wagon interiors found no additional soldiers hidden within, only a single female reclining inside each of the four wagons. He counted six more females riding with the wagon drivers and another two on Equus near the back of the train. Twelve females, all relatively young and of breeding age. They're, oh, they're, young and breeding age. Their huh? capture would be a significant addition to their own females and decided a victory on their first attempt at abduction. At least some of the catmen would have a soft body to warm them through the fast approaching winter nights and come next summer, the first of the half cat, half Bellatorian babies would be born. Mating with a female outside one species, the thought sickened him. Morgan knew their captives would have just as much to overcome in accepting catmen as mates. The aversion was hardly one-sided. Whatever. He would have ample opportunity to test his plan, Morgan thought glumly. As lord of the cat people and now without a mate of his own, or heirs for that matter, he had felt it only fair to add his name to the drawing to determine which catman would be among the first to take a Bellatorian female as a mate. Though he hadn't been pleased when his name had been chosen, Morgan didn't feel right asking his people to do anything he wasn't willing to do. Yeah, I used to do that kind of shit all the time. That that's a that's a cop out for parents to say to their kids or like employers mm. to say to their employees, like, "Oh, look, I would never tell you to do something I wouldn't do myself." And then they're like, "Go out there and scrub the parking lot with the fuck." I don't want to do like, it. Yeah, bitch, you're gonna go out there and do that yourself. For a so. minute, everything went still. Then, snarling savagely, the catmen uncloaked from their psychic concealment and flung themselves into battle. So they do uh-huh. have psychic powers. With a loud cry, their attacker leaped from the cliff above them, his <laughs> net unfurling <laughs> as he fell. Out. Marissa grabbed for her dagger. Da- nice. Her dagger. <laughs> her dagger. Her equi- uh, <laughs> Can you read this one? Mm-hmm. No, don't. Yeah, let me try. No. Where are you? <laughs> right here, her right, equus. You got to make fun of it, all right? <laughs> are we switching positions? We're going to see how long switching this lasts. Switching positions for you. Y'all better enjoy this shit. I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. My drink is almost gone. Well, prepare to drink it. Be flooded with emotions. Her equus gave a snort of surprise and reared. Rissa's equestrian reared skills weren't sufficient to the challenge. With a startled gasp, <gasps> she tumbled off. Oh! Mm. <laughs> Huge cloven hooves oh. stomped oh. around her oh. as her mount. Leaped about. I thought it was going to stomped on her. I was like, and, yeah. And Dion- Diana fought to control her own wildly shying. Is Diana S-S-S-E-Quest. a princess? Equus. Her serving maid screamed, <laughs> then went suddenly silent. She went, ah! <laughs> well, you're better at the sound effects than I am. Rissa struggled to her feet, flung her hair out of her eyes, and swung about just in time to be struck by Diana's Esquess and knocked to the ground. Ah! The brief glimpse of the horrible alien wrestling with Diona, who was now wrapped with the net, was enough to set Rissa's inept Bellatorian battle instincts aflame. <laughs> Once more, she shoved herself in. Wait, Ooh, she shoved herself she? to her feet, grabbed for her danger, her dagger. <laughs> she grabbed for her dagger and <laughs> dodged the chaotically milling, panicked Equest. 
Equest. That's a horse. Uh, I guess it's a horse. And attacked Diana's captor. <laughs> all of this is so hard. This book is so hard to read. How did he I must, read it so well while I was drunk? Because these words are all like. <laughs> I was <laughs> just skimming. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. He must have possessed some sixth sense. Oh, these are cat people. Cats, he might have had nine and they're senses. psychic. They yeah, have that 15 senses. That is obviously senses. a sixth sense, you dumbass. If there's stupid bitch. Stupid. Who's this? Kathleen. Kathleen. Yeah. Come on, Kathleen. Let God me. damn. I don't feel like Kathleen has ever gotten laid, and she has 15 million cats. A lot of cats. Not like, I wish one of you. wrong with that. I wish one of you would turn into a man. A person. A sexy man. <laughs> I heard rumors you're prowless cats. Listen, I have to do this, though. As much as we're making fun of this and tearing it apart, I am a cat person. <laughs> if, yeah, of course if you, you would, are. If you would. Like, no, I like cats. I mean, I like all animals. But I was obsessed when I was a kid. And, like, I loved the Broadway play Cats. Super sexy. <laughs> And their leotards and shit. And then when my mom put me in ballet, uh-huh. I wanted so badly to be in jazz instead. But I was young and she was like, those are mature moves. That's not appropriate. And, you know, the biggest loss of my life was the fact that if I had been in that jazz play, I could have performed a cat's pr- play. And I had to leave the ballet performance in the rain. While they were performing cats that I wasn't in. And it, it has Did you get attacked by a psychic cat man after? <laughs> no. All right, well, hang on to your seat. This is my heart breaking. My heart's well, been stop broken. It. We're not supposed since. to be breaking hearts. We're supposed to be. I wasn't the one breaking We're supposed breaking to be my sharing. Uh, stories. Sexual feelings. Give me this book. I'm not done well, yet. Da, 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 where was I? Oh, yes. He must have possessed some sixth sense, which warned him of her assault. And a lightning quick move. Oh, yeah. The alien world about. Wait, he lives there. Why is he an alien? Yeah, the fuck? The fuck? Bitch. Y'all are the aliens. This whole book is super racist. Anyways, wheeled about, grabbed Rissa's raised arm, who is the alien, <sighs> and halted the downward trajectory of her dacker. <laughs> her daiquiri. <laughs> She's super drunk. Yeah. <laughs> A dagger now aimed straight for his caucus. Oh, No, really? it's his heart. Oh. But I was, was like, I, I think reach. I'd be more scared if a knife was going to my my dingle. Yeah, like, like but the heart will kill you. So will my dingle. <laughs> you don't understand. I will bleed out. It's thick. It's thick. <laughs> Suddenly, Rizza was immobilized. Oh no! A dagger. Oh, oh man! And she was immobilized and and totally at his mercy. Oh yes. The creature's strength seemed as superhuman as his reflexes. Well, Obviously. you fucking dumbass, you were just talking about super he futuristic is cat people. A super not half eight human seconds before all this happened. Then there's gonna be like half half cat people. Yeah, half half cat people. The cre- uh with a quick flick of his hand, he snapped her wrist down, sending her dagger sailing. Did he break away. her wrist? He, uh, no, he did one of these, but I know, well, I know, goes, I thought, of you, I okay. know, I thought of you as soon so as it happened. Stupid. That doesn't work. It does work. <laughs> I do it all the time to people. It's so annoying. Off. I always knock shit out of people's hands. You're super annoying. I know, but I I'm love super you. fast. Too. Oh, I thought you were gonna say cute because I was gonna say yeah, you are. Me? I am yeah, cute, dude. Oh, uh, you gave me the book, girl. Don't you start. He snapped her wrist, sending her dagger sailing away. She waved bye. To bye, it. dagger. Bye, dagger. See ya. Then pulling Rissa to him, mm. the alien jerked <laughs> her arm behind her and shoved her beneath his net to join the shrieking <laughs> Diona. Oh, hell yeah. What's going on with Diona in there? It's it's a lesbian party <laughs> in a net. The cat people chatter like, look, 
Bellatorian women, I heard that if, if you, you catch them, them in a, a net together, they get freaky. They'll start fucking each other. I and would. all the guys are like, let's go capture a couple of them. Yeah, so let's did. see Here it. we are. It's like, you know, putting like, uh, like, you know, two bugs in a jar or something like that. See what happens. What's going to happen? Stop that yowling. Rizza grabbed no. hold of her, grabbed hold of the other woman's face with both hands oh. and kissed her on the mouth <laughs> to help her regain her rapidly. Yawning hold of reality. I don't know why a kiss would be the way I would think. She I'd slap really her, her, hug her. She was just holding her. Like poke her in the eye and then kissed her. But how does that happen? She didn't kiss her. I made that up. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. For real? Yeah. I, mean, I totally forgot what I read. <laughs> no, she held her. She was just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, she's holding her. She's just I looking at her. I wish she'd kissed her. What just happened? I think maybe the no, kiss think, would think, bring me back to reality better. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we're not in the middle of a fight, cat people. Yeah, try it. Here, hold my face. First, and just bring me to reality. Ah, ah, ah. Right. Now you have to practice it. Ah. Did it work? <laughs> Hell yeah. <sighs> Did you skip all this shit that doesn't yeah, have a Yeah, I thought I would highlight it. I don't read these books whenever she does this, all these notes and stuff. It's, it's uh. <laughs> well, let me just take it back. Well, I don't even know where I am now. Exactly, give it back to me. All right, that was that was uh. That I was liked me. it. I, I think I did maybe a little okay. I think you did great. All right. A little okay, yeah, for sure. <sighs> I guess they're out of the net now. No, I think they stay in the net the rest of the. Group. No, they're out of the net. <laughs> when she turned to face the strange aliens, however, she nearly fainted from the sight. It seemed the work of securing the caravan was complete. At least 30 or 40 of the hairy, unkempt beastmen now had gathered to eye her and the other women. Some looked bored, others angry, but the majority stared back with predatory, calculating gazes. What are they thinking, do you imagine, Diana uh, asked hoarsely. I feel like a haunch of meat being contemplated for dinner. Mm-hmm. Indeed, Rissa shot back. From the way that black-haired one in front is staring at my breast, I'd have thought instead they are more carnal ideas in mind. There was a long pause from her serving maid, then a slow exhalation of air. Yes, I see the look myself now. Perhaps you'd be wise to get behind me. Once again, she withdrew her dagger and waved it in a manner she hoped was both lethal and menacing. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Watch out. With like wobbles, like when you <laughs> grab a dick and go blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All right. Waving this letter opener in this cat people's faces. <laughs> like, watch where it's going to go. Keep your eye on the like, ball. If you don't keep it up, it's going to go in your ass. Mm. For her efforts, all she gained was a twist of the black-haired alien's mouth that might possibly be construed as a smile. He hardly seems impressed, Diona muttered, moving to stand beside her. Perhaps my plan is a better choice. Are you that hungry for a man that you'd throw She's yourself? She's going to rattle the treat box. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna uh appeal to their more um kitty 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 let's make biscuits come here look uh are you that hungry for a man that you'd throw yourself at the first inhabitant you meet yep. i'd give it a few more days and hope something better comes along rissa said eyeing the alien more closely he was definitely humanoid tall broad of shoulder and long of limb with the usual facial features and body parts his face however framed by hair that extended out from his hairline in a lush flow of black mane bore a distinctly leonine appearance from the slightly flattened nose and almond-shaped gray eyes to the more pronounced brow line 
He was definitely in fine physical condition, lean and muscular with a luxurious furring of body hair. He wore only a brief leathern tan-colored loincloth and soft knee-high boots. Put down your dagger, it is useless against us. Her gaze jerked up to lock with the catman's. Indeed, I don't see you rushing me to gain possession of it. Why is that? Certainly not because I fear any danger to me, Femina, he replied, apparently trying to soften his words with the gentle form of address. I worry only about damaging you in the struggle. His glance slid down the length of her body. Why does he care about... Damaging her? Because they're going to reproduce. Reproduction. You know, when a... uh invading force comes into your home and starts fucking your women and you're allowing it as the uh, force that's being uh, over there. Don't you think that's kind of like counterintuitive to capturing them? Mm. Well, but he's trying to like reestablish their numbers and it's only 12 women. Like it's not going to make enough of a difference, but I feel like some bad choices a lot of babies because one bad tragedy is going to lead to your another bad tragedy. Well, he says to her, and you're far too well-built and healthy to risk your childbearing on an injury. No, you'll serve us too well as a breeder to consider harming you. Rissa's eyes (laughs) narrowed. We have litters. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. There's litters of babies. Yeah. It's not fucking one child. I didn't think When they breed with, oh, that's why they want to breed because they'll just Mm. die after because they had had like 15 kids. If you think I intend to let you touch me or any of the other women, you'll soon learn the error of that thought. Mm Mm-hmm. To emphasize her point, she took a step forward and made a stabbing motion at him. Ah, 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 ah. He didn't move, just cocked a dark brow, scrutinized her for a moment more than laughed. The action startled Rissa. Then anger rushed in to drive away the surprise. <sighs> My lord, Morgan's head jerked up. Noreen strode toward him, a wryly amused expression on his face. The lord of the cat people frowned. Noreen was supposed to be supervising the selection of females. Something must be wrong. Having problems, are you? Only a minor difficulty. A certain yellow-haired female is defending the others against us. I thought you might like to come and convince her of the error of her ways. We haven't time for games. Is she so heavily armed you fear for your safety and disarming her? She sports a pretty nasty-looking little dagger, which she swears she'll use if one of us approaches too closely. Y'all never been to, like, a war, huh? (laughs) Well, this is her first time. And pray, why, why are her first impressions of me so important? Uh, oh, because he said something about, I think that maybe she'd take better to you than anybody else. The black-maned cat man glanced up, grinning now from ear to ear. You said to choose a mate for you. I have done so. And the yellow-haired female, as alien as she is to us, is as fiery and beautiful as they come. See, I think she will suit it. you quite nicely. Quite nicely indeed. She's the alien. Yeah. Two. Chapter two. He should have known better, Morgan thought in disgust as he accompanied Noreen back to where the females had been gathered. In his naive attempt to distance himself from the odious obligation of choosing one of the Bellatorian females for his own, he had thought to allow his friend to assume the responsibility for him. He should have known that Noreen would spare no effort. (laughs) The best man gets to have the bride, that kind of thing. To glean the maximum amount of pleasure he could from that task and all of it at his expense. I said to take whatever female was left, he snarled over at his friend. I said to let others have first pick. It matters not to me who I take as mate as long as she's healthy and fertile. You want heirs to the cat throne, don't you? The cat throne? Yes, it seems imperative, does it not, considering the times and circumstances if, any, if anything should happen to me. My point exactly. Wait, but do they have a human throne? No. <laughs> a humanoid throne? They will now. And your heirs can only come from a life mating. Whomever you took this day couldn't be yours for just a few cycles. A temporary mating, lawful as it is, wouldn't have been sufficient for you. 
All right, so they're fussing, fussing, fussing. Rissa, Diona whispered from behind her, perhaps you should just surrender your dagger to them. They, oh, hold your tongue, Diona, her mistress ordered tautly. They'd know nothing of my abilities or lack of them if you just keep quiet. Her voice faded as two catmen strode up the black-haired one and another she'd never seen before. Briefly, her glance assessed the newest arrival. He looked in the prime of life, perhaps 27 or 28 cycles old. He was as tall as his companion, broad-shouldered and massively built, and graced with a thick, unruly, shoulder-length mane of dark brown hair. His skin was sun-bronzed and muscular chest and ribbed rippling abdomen were covered with a luxurious furring of dark hair like the others he too wore only a simple tan colored domer hide loincloth and soft knee-high boots there was nothing commonplace about the cat man's face however though feline in features the exotic combination of piercing green gold eyes bold spade of a nose high cheekbones and full sensual lips do you know how ridiculous they look wearing a loincloth and, <laughs> and knee-high knee high boots? boots yeah there's no point what they the cover up the fuck? rest of your body too or cover up none of it what is the point? Well, I mean, Don't cover why, any of it. why are your feet just like a pirate <laughs> and then the, the middle is like a cave person? They should have yeah. a suit of armor on the fucking yeah. top and I just really know. complete this weird thing. I just think why have knee-high boots in the first... Like, Stupid. why have shoes at all? You're a cat person. You're a cat person. person. Where are your claws in them boots? Why are they coming <laughs> out? There Who's was... the tailor? Who built them with their claws? <laughs> it was Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> there was nothing... These, import- oh. these small details are important, I Kathleen. Know. But he had sensual lips like you do. Oh. So, you know, formed a most you. striking and virile countenance. His beard-shadowed jaw was just was firm, his throat powerful and pulsing with life, and the single orium cat's claw dangling in the middle of his breast gleamed with a body-warmed luster. This was their leader, Rissa realized, locking gazes with the strangely unnerving catman, not the black-haired one. She swallowed hard, knowing her next words were crucial if they were to have any hope. Well, what do you think, Morrigan? Rissa shot the black-haired one a furious look stop talking about me as if i were a piece of livestock at the auction block you ignorant sand wart i have a mind and voice of my own i can talk for give me the dagger she stopped short startled by the unexpected demand from the green-eyed catman her wary gaze swung to his once more she lifted her weapon in a threatening gesture no for the present it's the only advantage i have she paused isn't there some place we go speak privately i'm certain we could work out the merest hint of irritation flickered in his eyes. The only warning Rissa had. The next instant, in a binding, sorry, blinding flash of unleashed agility, he had the dagger wrenched from her grasp and her arms twisted behind her back. Her surprise expelled on a furious rush of air. How dare you! Let me go, you big slime-ridden crock of Barca dung! Oh. Let me go, I say. To add a decided emphasis to her pretty plea, Rissa commenced to squirm wildly in his arms, her booted feet flailing back to kick at his Domer hide-covered shins. Though her hands were caught in his grip, she clawed frantically. A lucky downward swipe made contact with his abdomen, raking a deep furrow through hair-roughened skin. Mm. As the female continued to fight against him, Morgan... <laughs> she was petting his belly. <laughs> yeah. Kitty, kitty. <laughs> um, as the female continued to fight against him, Morgan unsheathed first one, then each of the rest of his claws. The female gasped... <laughs> Then froze, her gaze fixed on the lethal-looking talons that had sprung from his fingertips. That's better, he growled. Much better. Mm. All right, he hadn't expected anything much like her. Blah, blah, blah. Her pale gold hair brushed back from her face with a soft beak in the middle of her forehead was as long as lush as any catwoman's. Rare turquoise stones set in silverly argentum metal dangled from her ears and hung from a twisted argentum chain about her neck. 
Her eyes, rich brown and flecked with gold, were shadowed by the longest, thickest, dark brown lashes he'd ever seen. And her delicately boned face, set off by a yep. pert, pert little nose, pert little nose, and full rose pink lips bloomed with the most becoming flush of battle. He held her hands out from her body and indicated that she be bound. The touch of the Domera hide thongs winding about her wrists jerked Rissa from her horrified fascination with the catman's claws. No, she moaned. Don't do this. We are free women bound for permissage. Not anymore. You have no right to. All right. You had no, you came to our place. The task of tying her complete, the tall catman turned her back around to face him. He retracted his claws and grasped her arms with a rough motion. He pulled her hard up against him. Rissa gasped. Oh, it's time? In that first instant of contact, something electric, something wildly unexpected and shamefully exciting arced between them. Gazing up into his eyes, she knew he'd felt it just as surely, just as strongly as she. So it's already in. <laughs> they're already no, they're fucking. they're just touching bodies. Are you sure? Listen to me and listen well, the cat man named Morgan snarled. I care not who you are, what you are, or where you were bound. I have you now and nothing will ever be the same again. You and the other women are going with us. Mm. <gasps> blah, blah, blah. Thanks to your men. Most of us are now without mates. You and the other females, however, will soon begin to remedy that little shortcoming. Don't fight what you have no hope. Of prevailing. Oh no, I can't listen to this next scene. Except, oh. and you'll be treated kindly. Resist, and you'll suffer my wrath. She would never submit to his commands, no matter if he slashed her to pieces with his revolting deadly claws, and she would never ever mate with him. Desperately, Rissa twisted in her bonds, yielding little of her efforts, but an additional abrasion of her wrist, frustration, then rising hysteria at her utter helplessness rose in her. She felt sick and lightheaded as if she were teetering on the edges of madness. And still, she hung there, tied to a tree now. Panic briefly surged through her as she thought of being left behind, then a fierce elation. Leave me here, she mentally defied them. Anything is better than going with you. Anything, even dying here tied to this tree. If he just told you... That he was going to take you and mate with you. Why would he just leave you on the tree? You're being stupid. Yeah. You're dumb. Stupid. <clears throat> All right. He walked up to her, his eyes smoldering. Something about smoky jade and unshaven jaws is, is the next line. His head lifted, eyes now flattened, supremely indifferent, locked with hers. I'd leave you here if your breeding potential didn't mean so much to my people. And they get in a conversation about how she, he knows she despises him and he despises her, but it's your fault. It's their fault. Jeez, I'll just mess. Seduction. Shut complaints. up. You really must take better care of your female, Noreen chided softly as he leaned over Morgan's shoulder to inspect his handiwork. At this rate, she'll never make it back to the lair, much less survive a night of mating with you. Excuse me. So I think that they're just like carrying her, carrying these women over their shoulders or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps you'd do better with her. Perhaps you'd do better with her. Care to give it a try? His friend gave a wry laugh. A tempting offer, to be sure. But I wouldn't want to deprive you of heirs. As lord of the cat people, your need for offspring is far greater than mine. Then keep your remarks to yourself. <laughs> then shut the fuck up, yeah. Jimmy. All right, so I put an asterisk here for some reason. I can't remember why because I was drunk. All right. Though he'd meant her no harm in carrying her, 
slung over his shoulder. The longer he'd traveled, the more angry at her he'd become. Even carried as she'd been treated as a virtual possession, she'd still worked her feminine wiles on him. Her soft breasts had pressed into his back, rubbing to and fro until her nipples hardened into taut little peaks that jutted impudently against the thin fabric of her jacket. Her long hair had brushed against the backs of his legs, silky, teasing the gossamer strands clinging to his skin like the golden webs of the famed Iranian mutant weaving spiders. If you if you relate anything to me of me as being sexy and in comparisons to mutant weaving spiders, mm-hmm. no. Just no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just no don't I, I didn't yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I don't I don't know what Catherine Kathleen. Kathleen. What, you, what are you into, Kathleen? It sounds Kathleen-like. And you know how... Um, you're really into a lot of different kind of <laughs> shit, and you're really mushing it all into one Yeah, thing. and how egotistical are all of these romance writers to make the names of the characters in the book a, a skew of their name? Kathleen Morgan, and then Morrigan is mm. the... Give me a break, man. Try harder. <clears throat> and her scent, heady and haunting as the rare Valeria flower that grew in the hidden mountain valleys, that sounded like a disease, wafted up to him. It might be. That's what <laughs> creates xenomorphs. Oh, no. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> don't step on them. No, don't breathe them in. Don't look at them. Permeating his being with her essence and the unmistakably blatant reminder of her femininity. Oh. He hadn't thought ever to desire. She it. forgot. it was only his hatred for her that stirred him so he tried to convince himself uh it was only anticipation of the pleasure the symbolic venting of his anger at her men would give him that fired his lust it was only the total power and control of the act in a time when he no longer felt in control of anything that attracted him his fingers tightened digging into the soft flesh of her body the female stirred and murmured something unintelligible her arms snaked up his chest to entwine about his neck then with a drowsy contented sound she snuggled close her soft lips grazing the cat's claw that hung about his neck and fell back to sleep curse her he thought his loins responding to the feel of her soft woman's body curse her he implored any merciful god who might be listening he wanted her desired her with every fiber of his being eventually she woke to the scent of man filling her nostrils where's the scent of the cat what is happening to her nostril? What is he feel- feeling? What? Where does he go to the bathroom? Mm, anywhere he wants. All right. Her dreams had been just as pleasant. He was of her heart, her soul, her body. He was everything she'd ever wanted, dreamed of in a man. If you don't stop rubbing your body like that against mine, a strained voice gritted from above her, I won't be responsible for the consequences. So she's been dreaming, and yes, now she's lusting. Yes, you will. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, if you keep doing that, I'm not responsible for outcome. Really? Uh, I'm glad that this isn't a civilized place. I should be naked in front of you, doing whatever I want, and mm, you still have to have self-control. Put that thing away. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> she so, she shoved herself back in her haste, in, inadvertently dragging her nails down along the sides of his neck. He flinched, sucked in a deep breath. Then he grasped her hands, pulled them away from him, and lowered her to her feet. I've had about all I can take of your claws. A deadly edge crept into his voice. I haven't even known you a day and I already bear the wounds of battle like none I've ever experienced. 
am. Rissa tossed back the hair oh, that shit, had tumbled dude. into her face at his abrupt release and lifted her chin. I didn't mean to scratch you that time. You just startled me and fine. Your apology is accepted. He made an impatient motion, motion for her to precede him. Now get on with you. We've another hour of travel before we reach our de- destination. The sun is already beginning to rise. You've slept most of the night away. Let's see if you can make it up for it on the trail. An uh, hour? Apology make up for it. Rissa's fist clenched at her sides. He said, Femina, don't start. She paused, suddenly realizing her temerity in daring to threaten a man of his size and strength. Uh, it sounds like he doesn't have much <laughs> combat experience, so you might be okay yeah, if this is try. the most wounded just he's ever try, been. Yeah. yeah, he might be bitch made, dude. You don't know. He's just a lot of heavy presence. Well, uh, so she's anger surging through her now. She's thinking the same thing. Curse him. Curse everybody. Now I like him. Curses. Blah, blah, blah. What was that on the Powerpuff Girls? She tripped. Curses. <laughs> she tripped over a tree root. <laughs> and with a strangled <laughs> cry, she tumbled forward, only to have her arm all but wrenched from its socket by her captor's quick reaction in a haltering fall. Going oh. somewhere. Oh, shit. Because she's going <laughs> to fall. All right. Chapter three. We're almost done. <laughs> Are we? Do we do in two, three chapters? Couple fighting with wards. Words. <laughs> Did I you can't, write that? Yeah. I like how you put notes in there and never remember what they are. <laughs> it says couple fighting with words. So technically, when they fight, that is a sip opportunity. Oh, I've been sip. drinking everything. Well, now. you can. I mean, technically, if we had shots, we'd be sipping on water and shotting on shots, shooting shots, shotting on shots. <laughs> Morgan swung around, a stinging retort hovering on his lips. Then as he noted his friend's raised brow and amused twist to his mouth, thought better of it, he motioned over Lisan. The blonde catman ran up, his blue eyes bright with eager expectation. Yes, my lord, how can I be of service? Get down and dirty. No, I'm just kidding. For instant, Morgan nearly regretted his decision to foist the female on the younger man. Lisan was but 18 cycles, fully grown in body, but his heart was as yet untem- untempered in life's harsh forge an 18 year old cat (coughs) that's unheard of dude if she had a mind for it she could flay him alive all right but he's had enough of her he can't stand her he said the female's your responsibility until we reach zada's is that like a barbecue place it should be a (laughs) uh it should be a mediterranean place oh yeah Mm -hmm. fucking heroes or something yeah that'd be awesome man i'm hungry anyway this was weird too at one point at the word mate, Morgan saw the female's eyes narrow, but she didn't say a word. Instead, she extended a hand to Lasan and said, my name is Rissa. She purred sweetly. And yours? He's like, none of your fucking concern. Get back over there. That's my king. He, yeah. Mm. All right. So. Nope. That's not what's going to happen. Uh, well, anyway, I skipped a bunch of stuff. After a hearty meal of stew, rich with thick chunks of roast lepus. lepus? <laughs> and chunks of bellator. Babies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Several varieties of tasty root vegetables, fresh baked bread, and some unfermented yuva juice. The four catmen took up guard positions outside the windows and doors of the hut and promptly fell asleep as the sun rose into the heavens. The day burned on. Rissa sat there too angry to rest and watch old Zada work. Hey, Kathleen, I have to tell you something. Zada's is a place. Maybe. Well, yeah, I figured that out. But uh, I don't know if she knew this, but cats don't live that long. Well, it, one, this is a but fantasy. Two, cats also are exclusively carnivores. Oh, well, I was going to say so eating I all these roots and shit is probably going to upset their little tummies. Yeah, well, but they're also human, so now they're omnivores. But also, I was going to say rat, uh, rats, rat cats, people, cats are napping during the day. Why would they fall asleep at night? <laughs> yeah, 
Then you'll help me. You won't let them take me back to their lair, the healer frowned. You asked me to make a choice between you and the catman. I won't do that. I understand their need. It is deep and desperate. Mm -hmm. And what of my need, my desperation? The old woman put down her stone. What are you afraid of? The cat people are good and kind. I don't want to be forced to mate with, with some loathsome stranger against my will. <coughs> <coughs> After riding on the back of a catman, you know. For twelve hours, you know, yeah, you get your a hairball. Start fucking with it's you. a hairball. <laughs> uh, anyway, Zada considered that for a long moment. It would be very difficult. Oh, to bear an alien's child. Um, opening the door, she they're not aliens. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Somebody else's. You know, it's not of her kind. Well. She says. <clears throat> she says the cat. People are my friends. I refuse to interfere in their efforts to rebuild their nation. I will, however, give you something to suppress your fertility for a time. Oh, so now she'll only have one baby instead of 15. <clears throat> or at least suppress one of these people and come to love your mate. Wait. Suppre wait. What? Or at least suppress it long enough to allow you the opportunity to learn more of these people and come to love your mate. Never. I'll never, ever come to love Morgan, and I'll never submit to him as my mate. Well, be that as it may, this powder will keep you sterile for five to six weeks. Give Morgan a chance. Give his people a chance. They are not so very different when the physical dissimilarities are set aside. Observe with your heart instead of your mind. The heart can be a potent arbitrator in determining what's of value and what's worthless. <coughs> I hope you rested well, Morgan snapped six hours later as they made preparations to set out once more. We've a hard night of travel and mean to reach the foothills of the Serratus Mountains by dawn. Rissa stiffened, stung by the tone of contempt she was certain she heard in his voice. Think I'm too soft to keep up, do you? More or less. Care to prove me wrong? In most instances, yes. But in this case, I begin to lag behind. Feel free to go on without me. I'd hate to jeopardize your strict timetable. Indeed. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Unappreciative little she-cat, isn't she? Lucky for her, I'm in a better mood after a good rest and meal in my belly and feeling very generous and sharing her sweet company with my friends, he indicated. Hell Lisa. yeah. Why don't you begin the journey by guarding her, Noreen? You two should have a lot of to talk about, shouldn't you? <clears throat> they walked in companionable silence for a time, enjoying the deepening shadows that crept across the grassy hills and the mellow warmth of the setting sun sinking beyond the distant horizon in the west. It was tranquil breeze. It was a tranquil breeze, softened evening. Anyway, she was uh, struck by the realization, you know, that it's actually really pretty out there and maybe they're not so bad. Um, Noreen asked the girl to tell me of yourself. Tell me of yourself. Why did you come to Agrica? I was anyway. coming to take over, kill y'all, <coughs> strip your yeah. land of your resources. That's yeah. what we said in the beginning of the book. Yeah, so they talked for a while. But we're friends. Mm -hmm. A low whistle attuned only to his ears pierced the stillness. Noreen stopped, pulling Rissa to a halt. What is it, she asked, noting the look of tense vigilance on his face. A signal. Morgon has come upon some danger and alerted us to it. Who? Where? A sudden thought struck her. It could be Bellatorians out searching for her. Before her captor realized her intent, Rissa swung about and rammed her elbow deep into his abdomen. The cat man gasped doubled over releasing her arm it was all the opportunity she needed grabbing his blaster what hmm. who has a blaster noreen the cat person rissa swung it into position backed off several steps and aimed it at three catmen they boom a ball of yarn <laughs> flew out of the cat blaster <laughs> and they all ran for it they froze eyeing her warily let me pass rissa said i mean you no harm i only want to return to my people we can't let you go femina noreen gritted you're our lord's mate. We vowed to guard you with our life. Use the blaster or surrender it. 
<clears throat> she hadn't meant to hurt him so badly, Rissa thought in sudden and surprising remorse, noting the strained look on Noreen's face. But there was no other choice. They had given her no other choice. Just as their stubborn refusal now to move aside forced her to kill them, Rissa lifted the blaster, slid her finger over the firing mechanism, her gaze locked with Noreen's. A mixture of resolute determination and disappointment gleamed in his gray eyes. Determination to uphold his word to Morgan disappointed disappointment in her. <clears throat> Anger flooded her. How dare he look at her that way? Blah, 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 blah. Dur, 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 dur. I can't do it. Why are you here? Here's the last chapter, chapter four. I know. Who would send Why you on a mission? Why the fuck are you here? Oh, go to Pillow Mountain and eat marshmallows <laughs> and drink from the rainbows. Well, on the other side, though, he was like, this woman hurt me more than I've ever uh. been hurt in a whole life of war. She scratched me on my fucking chest. Look at this. Look. They're all soft. She scratched me. They're all soft, flaccid wieners. God, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you go and like flick your cat on the ear, it's going to be pissed at you for a while. <laughs> so chapter four, last chapter. Don't of this, go flick your cat on the ear. <laughs> of this installment. Morgan flung Rissa to Lisan. Bind and gag her. A camp of atrocious trackers yeah. lies just over the next hill. And it's obvious to me none of you are capable of controlling her any other way. Then he wheeled about to lock gazes with Noreen. Why didn't you give the command to cloak? She could have killed you. So I guess, like, why didn't y'all just go invisible? I think go invisible, too? That, remember I said it earlier, that their psychic power cloaks them. So why couldn't y'all have all cloaked yourself when you were being attacked? What? All right, whatever. <laughs> How many Atroxes <laughs> Unfortunately, they got the cat brain, too. <laughs> I assume you plan to eliminate them. Fifteen, Morgan muttered. There are fifteen, and they're heavily armed and evidently out on some tracking mission. I'd wager to bounty... I'd wager the bounty on the catman has suddenly risen again. We have to kill them, Morgan forced himself to continue. Noreen frowned. Well, four against 15 are rather heavy odds. We only have three blasters between us. Only three of us are going after the Atroxes. Lasan will stay behind with Rissa. I want her taken back to the lair. Not one of the 12 females must be lost, no matter what happens to us. Why? <clears throat> if you, they stay alive and y'all die. But no, there's need... so many more people at the lair. They can just, some other dude can fuck her. There's oh, people it down just doesn't matter. Well, and I'm sure whoever, if he dies and he has no heir, someone else will take over. And if that person well, dies, Why is he out on the, on the survey mission? Why isn't he back in the back? <sighs> These people are horrible military strategists for a war book. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, they're savages. Savages. Yeah, they're, they're <clears> acting <throat> like they're stupid. <laughs> Finally, Lasan returned and helped her to her feet. We must go. The Atroxes have been destroyed, but Noreen was severely injured. Brandon will take us to them. No, oh, sorry, Brandar. Brandon? <laughs> I like Brandon better. <laughs> I was like, where is this coming? Brandon's like the, the next, one the random normal guy. The next cat like, we get, we're going to name Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. <clears throat> Brandar will take us to them. They immediately set out. Uh, it's nighttime. She's walking, they're walking, there's death and destruction, blah, blah, blah. She squirmed in the two catmen's clutches, begging with her eyes to be unbound and released. Lassan eyed her uncertainly. My lord, his shift, his gaze shift, gosh darn it, his gaze lifted to where Morgan knelt. The cat lord turned. An anguished pair of green gold eyes met Rissa's, saw the honest concern burning there. And he's nodded. like, no, no, fuck <laughs> you. Last time we let you go, you try to pull a yeah, super no. soaker on her ass. Yes, free her. Perhaps she has some knowledge of healing we can use. I guess too many people are <laughs> fucked up. Wait, what? Yeah, so they're going to let her go. We're going to let her go because maybe she can maybe, heal us. She maybe. She might have magic You thought maybe powers. I could heal you today. I did? What oh, is no. this? What is Look, that? Dude, I don't want to talk about And then Googled it anyway. 
Well. So, but it was the charred blaster injury to Noreen's chest Rissa realized as she gingerly lifted the cloth that hid it from view and peeked beneath that was the most severe and potentially fatal. Nausea roiled through her. She dropped the bandage back in place as if burned. Her gaze met Morgan's. In their tormented depths, she saw the confirmation of her own fears. He took the blast meant for me, the Catman rasped. It was aimed at my head, and, and he threw himself in front of me as the Atrox fired. Noreen lives still, though barely. I would have died instantly. He grabbed her arm, his grip tight. Can you save him? Do you know the healing arts? <laughs> He's been shot with, <coughs> the co- with, a, with a yarn ball. A I don't blaster. know what to do. Um, I don't think she knows shit. No, obviously she waving a, st- a dagger. She said, in her face "I and- wasn't meant for the harsh life you've so callously thrust me into." Rissa snapped, "And you've only yourself to blame for that. But now that you have, it's your responsibility to teach me what I need to know to survive in your world, not continue to berate and abuse me for it." Anyway, because there was some stuff I skipped. Shame filled him as much as he hated to admit it. She was right, and despite her ignorance, um, they had done this to her and da da da. But also, she was sent out with nothing but women on a. Hear on me a out. pioneering Hear me thing. Out. Let's like, go find this Where are the skills? And let's take it over. It's easy. Easy. Simple. We could do it with a commercial or and a, a slingshot. I'll just mate with the cat people. Whatever. I'm not going to go, so I'm going to be like, all right, sure, let's do this. Whatever. Like, what's you, what are you fighting I'm, about? Every time they capture me, I'm just like, hey, please let me go. <laughs> oh, They're about, oh right, okay, okay. let me go. All right, so anyway, at some point, Noreen drifts back off to sleep. Ever so gently, he pried Noreen's fingers free and laid his hand at her side. At his side. Okay, wait. So is Morgan... Were they holding hands? I think Morgan might have been holding Noreen's hands. Mm. Then glancing at Morgan, caught Rissa's horrified gaze upon him. He put a silencing finger to his lips, rose, and walked over to her. Come, Noreen sleeps. A <laughs> breath of fresh air would be most welcome now. His eyes blazed hot and scalding, holding Rissa in a heated prison of bitter confusion and fear, desire, fearful desire. Something heavy, smothering, encompassed her, squeezing her chest until Rissa could barely drag in a breath. Her heart pounded. A crazed urge to step closer to Morgan filled her, to join bodies, to feel the hard length of him press against her, to taste his mouth upon hers. With a gasp, Rissa jerked back, her eyes gone wide, her mouth dry. His hand, however, maintained its grip. What's wrong, Femina? He demanded in a silky, seductive voice. Having trouble dealing with your desire for me, are you? Rissa flushed crimson and twisted frantically in his grasp. I feel nothing for you but disgust. You're just so, so fascinatingly ugly. Oh. Morgan wrenched her up against him. Disgust? Ugly? He gave a low, harsh laugh. Sorry, Femina, but those were hardly the emotions I saw in your eyes or felt emanating from you. You forget I can look into your mind. I know a woman in heat when I see one. In heat? Why, you... Before Morgan could guess her intent, Rissa's free hand lifted. Only the quickest of cat reflex saved him from a stinging blow to the side of his face. If he's sidekick, why don't he just move? Yeah, I don't know. He caught her hand only millimeters away, halted it, then slowly brought it to rest along the side of his beard-stubbled cheek. His fingers entwined in hers, imprisoning them there. Morgan turned his head then, bringing his mouth in contact with the palm of Rissa's hand. At the touch of his full, <laughs> soft lips, Rissa gasped. And he flickered his little cat tongue in her mouth. <laughs> Fear, a little rough thing, <laughs> rocketed through her. Fear of his intent of the unknown and fear of the intense surge of emotions his action had roused. Her lids lowered, her head sagged back, and her woman's curves, almost in some instinctive response, pressed against his own tautly strung body. He was seducing her, inasmuch with strength of his unique physique, 
Sorry, God damn it! Every time I read that word, I want to say physique. It's psychic powers. Psychic as he powers. as was with his body. She didn't want it. God, she didn't dare let herself want it. Please don't. I don't want. You don't know what you really want, Femina. And I, I know this is not all at all what I should be wanting. His lips slid down the length of her hand, alternatively, alternately caressing, then gently nipping her with his strong white teeth. But I'm a male and have a male's needs. Needs that haven't been satisfied in Overa. He stopped short, went rigid, then pushed her slowly back from him. The most intense battle raged in his eyes, a battle of wild desire and raw anguish. <sighs> we were going outside, were we not, before we became sidetracked. Would you still like to do so? Y yes. She turned and hurried down the short tunnel that led outside. Stars, brilliant pinpoints of light in the ebony canopy of the heavens, twinkled back at her. Two moons, one full and one high overhead, one rising close to the horizon, little more than a slender crescent, filled the night sky. The third apparently had yet to rise, alien and so very different from a nighttime display back on Bellator. The scene was still somehow strangely comforting. At least there were still a few things in life that remained constant and predictable. They were half-naked savages. They possessed little worth and were deemed a great obstacle to further peaceful settlement of Agrica. No, there'd be no mercy shown to the cat people whether they surrendered or were systematically hunted down and slaughtered. And as a loyal Bellatorian raised to unthinking, unquestioning obedience, she must accept whatever her planet determined appropriate. It was and always had been the safest course. A soft breeze caressed Rissa's cheek, recalling her attention to the night around her. But only a few moments ago, she'd found it comforting, found it reassuring once more to be outside. Now, now the moonlight, the air, the sounds pressed down on her, rife with danger, ominous, inconsistent, unpredictable. As unpredictable and frightening as her life had suddenly become, there were no easy answers anymore, no simple solutions. She was caught in an ever-blurring morality between one species' military prerogative and another's right to survive, between loyalty to oneself and one's heritage, and the even more ancient pull of powerful, primal mating urges, it was a struggle, Rissa realized, that in many ways, on many levels, could be one of life and death. Mm. And that's the end of the first installment of Heart's Surrender, by the ridiculous Kathleen Morgan. I think this should be called Everybody's Surrender. <laughs> Everyone surrendered. <laughs> Everyone should have surrendered. <sighs> so there you have it. Yeah. There you have it. My head hurts. Uh, I like to also mention that thank you for putting up with the first installment of any of these books. As they are a little slow while we character build, I promise that every book, even the dry ones, get a little more fun and freaky as the show goes on. So come back and listen to the next episode or say, fuck that book. Go to a different one. Try it out. Or just jump to the third installment of a book. I don't give a fuck. But we appreciate you listening. And Whatever you do, support. leave a five-star review. Always it. leave a five-star review. And if you feel like doing anything else, don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so once again, uh, this is Bustles and Bangers with Rachel and Christopher Danger. We would absolutely love you to check us out on www.bustlesandbangers.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. all of our links are on there, too. All of our links. You can see the length of our link. Yeah. on there it's the links there. of our links uh and anyway yeah stay tuned to see what happens with the cat people and the bellatorians uh till next time bye
This has been a Rogue Media Network.